Hello and welcome to Encounter Church Cape Town. We're so excited that you can join us for this message and we speak God's abundant blessing upon you, your families and all of your spheres of influence as you do so. Enjoy as you engage with God. Good morning Encounter Church and an especially good morning to everyone from the Apples of Gold family who are joining us this morning. And so wherever you are this morning, we yeah we send you lots of love and uh, and blessings, and we just trust that there will be great unity and great joy as we enjoy uh, the word of the Lord um, this morning together. So today I'm going to be speaking the really a second part of um, of a new uh, series that we've started at Encounter Church. It was something that we've really just felt for this month, which is a theme of stepping out and stepping into this new season that God has for us. And and uh, yeah, especially spe- uh, stepping out and stepping into the promises that God has given to us, whether that is individually, corporately, or for the church in general. You know, we've just felt that um, in even in the natural, that right now we are coming out of this time of lockdown. So we, there's, an, there's an unlocking that seems to be happening. Um, there's a yeah there's a change in the seasons that we see around us just you know moving into the springtime from the winter season and we've got the biblical new year that's coming up next uh, next week next weekend as well Uh, so yeah this is a time of change is a change in seasons and we just trust spiritually as well that this will be a change in season for all of us and so this is something that we we just want to uh, speak into and trust that God is encouraging us in different ways during this time that we will be ready and prepared uh, for this for this new season as well, and be ready to to actually just step into everything that God has prepared for us. So, if you want to turn to um, to Acts chapter two, um, there's there's just two main scriptures that I really want to look at today and and bring a general encouragement. But um, really, in the well known verses that speak about the Holy Spirit being poured out, and really the the first type of revival that we see in the in the New Testament. Um, and you're coming upon the new church community, the gathering of believers at the time of Pentecost. If we look from verse 14, we'll see that, um, well, this is now just after the tongues of fire have come, the, you know, the, the building, the place where they were meeting had been shaken. Everybody was speaking in, uh, in different languages, uh, heavenly languages as well, that was being understood by the, the Jews and the, the God-fearing Gentiles who'd come from every different nation. And they were just amazed, and it says even they were even perplexed, um, and uh, they actually thought that the believers were were drunk at that time because there was such uh, such chaos uh, happening around them, or seemingly so. Um, and at that time, we read then from verse fourteen, it says that Peter stood up with the eleven, and he raised his voice and he addressed the crowd, and he said, "Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say." These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken about by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. And they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. 
and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Now, that's probably a passage of scripture that many of us might know quite well. Um, But, you know, just to reflect on this and to see this would have been an incredible revelation and uh, and quite a revolutionary understanding of this particular um, prophecy from uh, from the prophet Joel um, at this time. Uh, And just looking into this a little bit more was actually that, you know, the the Jews at that time and, and probably still in religious environments today, they actually understood that uh, when Joel was referring to uh, the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord, that it was really speaking about the time of God's judgment, which they actually felt happened uh, when when the Jews went, were taken into captivity in, in Babylon. And they felt that that was actually the time and the day of judgment that, that Joel had been prophesying about. So the prophet Joel, he was prophesying around 900 um, years uh, before Jesus came. So that's a long time ago, um, and it was a few hundred years after that when the Jews were taken into into captivity. Um, but really now, at this time of Pentecost, suddenly Peter, uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit, he gets a divine revelation from the Lord. And, and this particular passage of Scripture, this prophecy, is what is brought to his remembrance. And he realizes that actually the prophet Joel was really speaking about this particular outpouring in time. And in fact, as we see, that it's actually a very relevant uh, prophecy that is still relevant today. That's, you know, another 2000 years um, after this particular event. So this is quite a timeless prophecy, but also a prophecy that has been spoken about that actually we should actually expect even more of. Um, as we get closer to uh, to the last days and the and the day of of the return of our Lord and Savior, if um, yeah, if if Peter thought that he was living in the last days, then we definitely have more reason to believe that we are even more living in the last days uh, these days, as we are even closer to to Jesus' return. Um, but in any case, the the main point here is just this incredible encouragement that says that God will pour out His Spirit on all people and. Yeah, even just that is such a wonderful revelation that we are walking in these days, that God has poured out his spirit and has promised to pour it out on all people, that this is not just something uh, for, yeah, for the kings, for the priests, or just selected individuals at particular times in history, but it was God's desire to pour out on his sons and daughters. So everybody who accepts him as their Lord and Savior and as, his, as, as their father, as the heavenly father, yeah, has access to this pouring out of the Holy Spirit. And I just want to emphasize here that in particular, this gift of prophecy is really highlighted. So it says that your sons and daughters will prophesy. And then later on, it says, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. So yeah, just just amazing thing. It's being repeated there that so besides the dreams and the visions and, and yeah, just this outpouring of the Spirit is really characterized by prophecy and that we would all be a prophetic people and a people who, who prophesy, uh, who prophesy to each other and, and yeah, just prophesy into the, uh, the things that God is saying and doing and also just get revelation, just like, like Peter did, getting revelation from the Word of God about what is actually applicable in our days, what God is saying and, uh, and, and what he has already said in many ways, um, and bringing that to our remembrance as well. So, yeah, I just want to just actually bring out a few different things on, on prophecy right now as well. And 
Um, yeah, if you heard the message last week that uh, Colin brought, it was really about reminding us and encouraging us to to go and look at uh, prophetic words that we've received previously. And I want to encourage you as well, because I've been uh, doing a lot of that in the past week, especially. Um, but I love to do that from time to time. I love to record prophetic words that have been given to me, and especially the ones where you really feel that God's, uh, yeah, God's anointing um, and presence was really on that. And whether it's it's people who've brought prophetic words to you, or whether it's significant scriptures or promises that God has has just highlighted to you, to you specifically, uh, just these sorts of things that we really need to remind ourselves of and and to hold on to and to really keep asking God uh, for revelation into these into these different aspects. And also, just like it says here, to trust God for fresh dreams, for fresh visions, uh, and yeah, and for for the fresh prophetic words as well. Um, or even just the fresh understanding of those things that have been um, said to us before as well. And so, yeah, with that in mind, I just want to have a look also at um, at the book of 1 Timothy um, and in chapter 1. So if you want to turn there as well, uh, you know, Paul was writing to Timothy and Paul regarded Timothy as a son in the faith. And uh, we'll read just something that he actually wrote uh, to Timothy, just a personal message that he says in um, 1 Timothy 1 verse 18. It says, Timothy, my son, I'm giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies once made about you, so that by recalling them, you may fight the battle well, holding on to faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected and so have suffered shipwreck with regard to the faith. And yeah, just focusing on the first on the first bit of that of those two verses there, just you know, there's an emphasis here that Paul is placing upon prophecies that were actually spoken over uh, Timothy, and Paul was obviously aware of these prophecies. Perhaps he'd been around when some of these prophecies were actually uh, spoken over Timothy. Maybe he'd even given some of these uh, prophetic words to Timothy, or perhaps Timothy had actually shared them with Paul as part of yeah, as part of this this. Uh, yeah, fathering uh, relationship that they had uh, where they would actually talk or perhaps even just share and discuss um, or just recall together the different prophetic words that had that had been spoken um, over the life of Timothy. And I just think it's, it's fantastic here that, you know, uh, Paul is really just reminding him to say, um, yeah, recall these words and that by recalling them, you may fight the battle well. And I think it's just something that we we so much need in these days. So if you're facing trials and challenges and, yeah, just in, in general, in, in, in what's happening in the environment around us right now, I think many of us can relate to different trials, uh, trials and challenges uh, or even frustrations at this time. And, yeah, and perhaps things have, have just changed for you and in your life um, and in many different ways. And it's such a season when we actually need to, to fight um, and that's a word that we've talked about before, and maybe you've even heard me preach previously on on fighting those those battles at this time. And one of the key ways is really by recalling the prophetic words that have been spoken over us and reminding ourselves. And in fact, here we see even yeah even um, Paul reminding Timothy of those words. And I think it's such a key thing. We need to even remind each other about words that have been spoken over um, over our lives as well and help each other to really um, yeah, stand firm and to fight um, according to the promises of God. So you see also just a link here with, with faith as well. And, you know, just by, by holding on to these promises, 
um, that it's yeah we we hold on to the faith we hold on to the the faith of of God as a good father and um, and to the yeah to the character and then to the nature of our father God um, and and just just holding on to everything um, that he has promised uh, for us for the church uh, just just in general um, that that he's true and he's a faithful God um, and and reminding ourselves of these of these different things and it's just such a key thing because it's it's almost like if we begin to lose lose our hope in uh, the promises of God that we actually just begin to lose our faith um, in God in general. And there's that link that Paul is making here that, uh, yeah, that some have lost that and some have uh, rejected the faith and have suffered shipwreck. Um, and yeah, that's such a strong analogy and, and picture that, that Paul is making there and just such a uh, powerful encouragement for us um, and exhortation there to actually hold on to the promises, to um, yeah, to the prophecies and, and unto the, our faith in God, our God who is faithful and true to all that he has promised. Now, I just want to share a, um, a practical um, example as well of, you know, one of the words I actually went and, and looked at this last week. I was reminded of a time which ended up being, it was exactly two years ago, um, so almost to the day. It was uh, September 2018 when I received a word from somebody who didn't know me at all. It was, um, yeah, just a, you know, just an opportunity to receive prophetic ministry and prayer. And uh, it was, yeah, it was a person who knew nothing about me and we didn't get a chance to chat beforehand. Uh, there was no history. There was, yeah, no, nothing else. But I remember just receiving this prayer and, um, and knowing that the Holy Spirit was there in the moment, just sensing an anointing that was on, on this word. And yet, um, in the word itself, I, I didn't really know exactly what it related to or how it related to, to my environment or to my situation in life right at that time. Um, but I felt an anointing and I felt it was significant enough to actually record it and to write it out, you know, word for word and, uh, and to keep a record of it. And yeah, as I said earlier, I do love to keep a record and I encourage you as well to keep a record of these um, especially the significant and special words that you feel God has been saying. But the most amazing thing was that this week when I went back and looked over some of these words and I looked over this particular prayer time and a word that was given, um, I was amazed at how much sense it made now, uh, two years later, uh, which was quite remarkable. And it feels like now is actually the season when this word is is coming true or, th or this is the time of the encouragement for this word. And I'll share it briefly here, um, not to not to boast in this, um, but just to to share openly with you, because I think it just emphasizes the, the the point that I'm trying to make of the encouragement that this brings. So the word was really, uh, well, I'm just going to paraphrase it, but it just said, well, this person just prayed over me, he said, it's a whole new world. Everything around you looks completely different now, but the Lord wants you to know that everything in your life has um, has uh, prepared you for such a time as this. And yeah, like I said, I didn't really know exactly what that related to two years ago. But when I read it now, <laughs> in the light of all of the changes in the world around us, as I'm sure we can all relate to when everything looks new, everything looks different, and everything's been changing, just to receive an encouragement that the Lord has prepared me for such a time as this is just an enormous encouragement. Um, and 
yeah, I think it, you know, it just it just left me amazed again, just uh, just amazed at the goodness of God, at God's timing, at his uh, yeah, at his sense of actually knowing what was to come, um, and and knowing even the encouragement that I would need even at at a later time. Um, and then also just his his goodness and faithfulness in in bringing this word to my remembrance at such a time as this, and uh, and I think just just reading that again, just seeing that again, it just stirred my spirit. It fueled my yeah my faith, uh, my trust in God, and my sense of excitement at the days to come, rather than feeling anxious by everything looking different and uh, and and all the changes around me. And yeah, so that's just a practical example of how a prophetic word, and even one given, you know, a long time ago, just bringing that to remembrance just helps us to, to stand firm again and to trust in God and to be excited in God and even to to view the circumstances around us through through a different lens or, yeah, with 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 greater faith again. I want to just share something else as well, and um, this is something that I guess I feel even is uh, something prophetically that God wants to speak um, over all of us right now. And it was actually twice this week that I came across uh, something called um, the closers. And this is actually a sporting term. <laughs> but in, uh, in American baseball, they speak about the, the people, the, the batsmen who are, or the batters as they call them, um, who are actually um, prepared really to come out like right at the end when the match is, is really tight, when it's about winning or losing the game and probably the bases are loaded and really somebody who can really hit a home run at that stage is just worth so much more than hitting a home run early in the game. And so the, the people who can really like close out the game um, and hit a home run late in the game can really make a huge difference to the teams and can really get them over the line and get them uh, to winning. And this, this I actually came across uh, twice in different references this week, and I really just felt God was speaking into it. And the first one was um, when I was, uh, I was uh, following tennis this week. Um, the U.S. Open tennis is, has been on again, and uh, there was a match where Serena Williams was, was playing. And she was actually down uh, once, one set and then a break in the second set and was really looking like she was on her way out. I think it was a quarterfinal match. Um, but amazingly, she just you know kept in the match and she started coming back and, and getting better and better as the match was going on. She started serving better, um, yeah, just hitting the ball ball better, and um, and eventually she was able to come back to win the second set and force the third set, and then came back and actually managed to win and play her best tennis right towards the end and uh, of the third set and actually win the match. And in the interview afterwards, um, she just explained, she said, well, you know, it's not about how you start, but it's how you finish that matters. Um, and yeah, I just really felt that that God is really speaking to us all about this as well. And especially as we speak about the last days and, you know, this even within this baseball term, the, you know, the people who, who were saved for the like to be the finishers, to be the closers. Um, the people who were really yeah set aside for for those last days for the last times, um, they're generally people who would actually live for that big moment, people who yeah who the coach knows and who the team really knows are the people who are the ones to step up under pressure, the ones to who can really get their team out of trouble or to get their their team really ahead at that time, um, and they are like the ones who are set aside for such a time as that. 
Um, and yeah, I just, I just feel to encourage us, you know, that God knows the exact time and place that he has ordained for every one of us. And if we are alive today, um, we still have a purpose and God has plans for our life. And we are alive in this generation and at this time for such a time as this. And yeah, whether we um, are happy about what's happening in the world around us or not, God has plans for us. Um, and God has a purpose for us being in the world at this time, uh, because each of us actually has a unique role in which, the, yeah, in which we can actually play in advancing the kingdom of God at this time and ushering in the return of our king. And so, yeah, I want to just speak that over us and speak it over us in faith as well, um, that, that God knows the time that he has for us. And, um, and this is, it is such a time as this that God has, has created for each one of us to actually be living, um, living through and to be a part of. And he's not, not finished with this time. Um, he knows and he knew that this time and season that we're going through uh, would happen. Um, and he's, he's got us as his, as his people, as his closes, as his finishes um, at such a time as this. And, and even just to speak over each of us in, you know, in our own lives as well. Um, just to say as well, it doesn't matter what's come before. It's not, not, yeah, it's not, doesn't really matter what, uh, what we've been through already in life or maybe the failures or the challenges and things that we've faced so far. It's not about how we started that was important, but it's about how we finish that really makes the difference and, um, and will really bring, bring about that great, great victory and great reward as well. And finally, I just want to finish off with three, three R's <laughs> that I felt were really key for us to, to take hold of and just to remind us and how we can actually fight um, according to, to these prophetic words and to hold on to what God has said. The first one is resolve, that we really need to be a people who show determination and who show fight. Um, that, yeah, we are going to actually have to be a people that show resolve at this time because it's not always easy uh, living in these end times and, and the Bible never promises us uh, that it would be easy. And to hold on to prophetic words is is not an easy thing either. We need to be determined. We need to show a uh, fight and we need to keep reminding ourselves um, about the goodness of God and the promises of God spoken over us. The second R is readiness that we would be a people who are willing to obey God and that we would even begin to position ourselves to get ready for everything that he's spoken to us about in this, in this season and for this time. And the third R is reliance, that we would be a people who recognize that we are completely reliant on God and that uh, what is impossible for man is possible for God. So we are a people of the impossible uh, because we are completely reliant on God. And uh, in, in even though things and situations around us do look completely impossible, that we are a prophetic people, that we are a people who rely on, um, on the faithfulness of God, the goodness of God, and, uh, and his ability to, to step in, um, in in every season and any moment and bring about uh, his ways and his goodness. So I hope that's been an encouragement to all of uh, all of you out there. And uh, yeah, that may we just continue to stand together to remind each other of the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God, the words that he's spoken over us. And yeah, I challenge you and encourage you as well to go uh, looking up those those things that, that God has spoken to you about. And I pray that the Holy Spirit would bring those words to remembrance as well. Um, that would really help you to to stand firm in your faith at this time and to get excited about the days ahead. 
So may the Lord bless you. May his favor be upon you. May he give you rest and peace. And uh, just speak blessing over you and your families at this time. In Jesus' name, amen.